Welcome to the 24 Report with your host, Will, host Derek. Shout out, Kobe. Shout out, Kobe. I, I know this is in a Kobe jersey right now, but quick what shout out. Jersey? Can you tell the audience what you're what So you're This rocking? is a vintage Derek Okenpolar Malloy basketball jersey, number four. Um, reason why I'm wearing this, uh, my college, Malloy College, is in the playoffs right now. They just won their... First round, first round game uh, last Wednesday. Uh, shout out Malloy. They got the semifinals tomorrow against Damon College, a top 25 Division II in the country. We just beat them last week. So I need us to get another W. Then I need us to take home another ring. So that's why I'm repping Malloy. My pants are Malloy right now. So I'm did you, repping Did Malloy. you pull down a ring while you were at Malloy? Oh, I mean, I pulled down a ring. I might have it here. It's somewhere here, but I definitely yeah, I know you're I was, a of, I was fortunate to be a part of the first ever Malloy championship team. Made it to the mm-hmm. first ever NCAA tournament. And you know, I need to I want I would like for them to see it uh to do it again. So I'm room for them. Well, at least we got one team we know that's gonna be in the playoffs this year, or that is in the playoffs already. <laughs> I guess we can't say that about every team. Um uh, listen, the state of state. You know, the State of the Union for the, the Lakers. You know, we just had the State of the Union last week. I didn't hear anything about student loans. I was kind of tight about that. Uh-huh. Uh, but the State of the Union here, uh, it's not great. But listen, we're not going to avoid that conversation. We are going to have that conversation. We have to talk about some stuff. We got to talk about some rumors that are swirling. We have uncomfortable conversations. And we're going to talk about good stuff, too. Like the man, LeBron James, that he is. We'll wrap on that. So yep. we're going to sandwich this episode with some good – and some good, and then in between, we're gonna talk about all the shit. We're gonna get through all that shit. That's why it. Will. That's why Will has his hair out for the for the audience. The hair's out. Trying to hair's mix it out. up. That means he means business today. I'm here. It's He's real. Here. Maybe this. Maybe this. I don't know. Maybe this brings us a different set of luck. I have no idea. We'll see. You know? I was at the Nets. I was at the Nets game last night, watching them play the Heat. Um, yeah, how was it? It was a good game, bro. I was glad the Nets lost. No offense. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. It's not personal, but like. I don't know. Also, my brother is a diehard Miami Heat fan, so I had to root for the Heat. I had to support his team. Okay. Um, but listen, I mean, to where we want to start this episode, uh, there's been a lot of chatter this week. Um, and I think something that hit the mainstream was around the idea that our man Stephen Curry, I know he's your guy. Shout out Stephen. The argument of is Stephen Curry top 10? And this – Ooh, ooh. Stephen Curry top ten, and I mean, this got us thinking. Really, really got us thinking. Definitely did. Where did we both sit on this? And we can be quick on this. On the Stephen Curry, Steph Curry's great, and I could argue top fifteen, top twenty. I I I haven't put him in the top ten yet. I have Steph Curry in the fifteen to twenty range. Maybe this is just off the top of my head. Maybe he's like thirteen, if anything. But he's definitely fifteen to twenty range, in my opinion. He's not top 10 yet. He could definitely get to, I think, the max out at eight, but that's it. I I agree. I think it's still possible, but the argument that he is top 10 now when two of his rings he had KD around, one of his rings he got, but he didn't even win finals MVP as we heard. Those are the asterisks for his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some asterisks on that. And and the clutchness of Stephen Curry. I know he could hit, you know, big shots. I mean, in terms of, like, length from the hoop, but in terms of big moments – we don't have a lot of those that we can, you know, point to. So for me, it's very clear he's not top ten yet. But that was, you know, not where we wanted to end that conversation. No, 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 we both no, thought no, about no. that. We're like, 
I'm curious, what are our top tens? This is, I feel like gonna, it's gonna shine a light on our, our basketball IQ. And, you know, I told you obviously beforehand, part of this, it, you know, I wanted to stir the pot at my job. And so I decided within one of our NBA Slack channels to just drop my top 10. And I put, I put it together relatively quick. I'm not going to lie. I didn't, yeah, me too. I didn't want to overthink it. I wanted it to be true to what I thought, like who really is, you know, top 10 and in order. Uh, and I dropped it. But I, uh, I want to see where we net out. So I'm thinking, you know, what do you think the best way to roll these out right now? We both go our top three our, and then kind of work our way through. Uh, we got if anything, we got, to, we got to go bottom up. Bottom up. Mm-hmm. Okay, Derek, tell me, who is number 10 on your top 10 all-time list? To be honest, I'm, I have to go with that. I have to go with the guy you just watched last night. It, wow. was, a, it was a toss-up between Kevin Durant and Hakeem. Wow. Holy shit. I, I think I this is my reasoning for this is I – I'm being born in 97, the older, older players, I understand what they did for the game. I understand their careers. Um, I also have to go with what I saw compared to what I, I get told from people and, um, you know, what I watch on TV, the highlights, the feedback from the greats. So I was stuck between Hakeem and Kevin Durant, but I feel like Kevin Durant's career is probably going to be more – uh, talked about. Let's remember, let's remember the conversation, though. Who's top ten right now? Right now, I'll, I'll give it to KD. I'll put KD as ten. Okay, I stick to it. You got a little loose there on that one. You were like, "Oh, well, you know, you know, who's going to be?" I mean, listen, I can argue. Yeah, KD will. You know, if he gets another ring or two, I got KD as top ten. KD but I don't. I have to disagree with you on this one, sir. Yeah. I have to put Hakeem on that list, and Hakeem happens to be. He's your number ten. He's my number 10. Yo, that's crazy. Wow. That, he is Look my number 10. I mean, one of the most dominant big men in the league. I mean, he really changed the game um, around his time. For me, it was, it was impossible for his body of work to keep him off that list. And regardless of the fact I was I was born in 94, I didn't grow up around him. I can still respect his game. Like a lot of people you're going to hear on my list. Yeah, yeah. Surprise, I have a lot of the older guys on here who I think for now still hold those spots. There's yeah. opportunities for guys to overtake them, and some guys have done it. But yeah. for now, he is number ten. Yeah. Um, so I'm 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 interested to see where this list is going to go for us. Yeah. But I, I will start with number nine on my end. Okay. Uh, and number nine on my end is a man who's won more championships than anybody else, and we know who I'm talking about. And I'm not listen. I'm a, I'm a Lakers fan, so for me, it's like why you know. But I have to be honest. Number nine for me is Bill Russell. It's not a question. I didn't grow up in the time of watching him. And fine, we could argue he might have played against plumbers and who the fuck knows who he was going up against, you know, guys that had part-time jobs outside of basketball. But you can't deny, you know, the pedigree and what he did for the game to not be top 10 as a player. Because I, I get into this argument I've heard lately, too, about, well, what if he, what he's done for the game? I mean, listen, it's what he's done for the game, but it's also, bro, look at his, look at his resume. Championships, you're going to be in the top 10 right now. Uh, I don't I don't put him above a good portion of people, which you're going to see. But for me, he is number nine. Who is your number nine? I'm not going to lie. I respect your your choice, your answer choice. I don't have him in my top ten. Wow. I don't. We are going different directions here. Also, for the audience to know, we did not discuss our top tens before he this. He, he just texted me. He just texted me. He made his top ten list, make mine. 
and that was literally it. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so who's number nine now? Now I need to know. Number nine. Now I, now I know some young guys might be getting pulled up into this list. No, 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 no. Nobody okay. too. Nobody young. Nobody young. Oh, I no. got I got Larry Legend at number nine. Okay, I don't disagree with that. I think. I I a little low on him if I'm being honest. I'm curious if he's going to be above him, but yeah, uh, I don't know. For some reason, I can't come to terms with Larry Bird being as high as he was just because of the longevity of his career. He had a short career. Okay, I I think um, he was a small forward version of Magic Johnson between the way he could pass, rebound, and shoot. I really think he was the original small forward. but I just think the back injuries, unfortunately, and he didn't play long enough because if you look at his where he ranks in the all-time rankings in terms of points and stuff, he's not as high as his name, his name, you would think he would be. So that's why I put him number nine. Um, no, I think he's I think he's all-time great. I don't think he's better or greater than some of these other guys that we may list, but I think he's definitely top ten. Okay, I'm just looking at time. We're gonna cut down our explanations. I'm gonna do it too, so we can okay. go through this quicker, so we can get into Laker stuff too. But let me hear your number. Let's do two now. Give me your number eight and your number seven. Who makes eight? My, eight. my number eight. I got the the man, the myth, the legend, Will Chamberlain. Okay. And number seven, I gotta go with Tim Duncan. Gotta wow. give seven. Wow. Okay. I gotta well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna counter you on this. Okay. Uh, I I did. I have wilted eight. Okay. Fair. I think he he's, he's in a good spot there. Yeah. I'm gonna be real with you. Tim Duncan didn't make my top ten. Uh, Interesting. My number my number seven is the bird. The bird is the word. Larry Bird. Oh, wow. I'm weak. Yeah. The bird is the word. <laughs> the bird is the word, bro. Larry Bird. Larry Bird to me said I. You know I think between eight and seven they both fit. So so right now so far I'm seeing you kept off Hakeem. And if you've added Tim Duncan now, Hakeem was on the border, but yes, yeah, he's on the border. That's fine, but you kept him off, and you've added now your bottom of the list goes up from it goes KD, uh, Larry the Legend at nine, Wilt, Wilt KD, KD. I don't know, Tim Duncan, Wilt Tim Duncan. Duncan. Yeah, it means there's going to be some people mixing on your list, or or the math doesn't add up for me. But let's see, I will go six and five next. Okay. Um, because, yeah, because if you have Tim Duncan on your list, wow. So that means, okay, interesting. Oh, because you, you left, well, you left, you left Bill Russell and Hakeem off. Yes. So I'm going to assume the next six on both of our lists are the same people. I'm just going to be curious what order we put our, put our okay. guys in. So I'll give you my next two at six and five. Let's hear. Uh, and then I think that sets us up for four, three, and then two, one. Six so and five. Six and five for me. Six and number six has to go. To the most dominant big man. Okay, all right, my guy, my guy, my guy. Yeah. I, I, I thought we might match on this one. <laughs> all right. You know what I'm talking about? Shaq Diesel yep. at number six, yep. not a question. Yep. Uh, he's right on the border of top five, but yes. uh, listen, he, he's he's in a good spot because number five uh, is the Magic Man himself. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I'll tell you where I have him, but okay. okay. I'll tell you where I have him later on, but okay. Okay. I'm okay. not mad. I'm not mad. I like it. Okay. I like it. So I, as we already spoke, six yep. got to go with the big diesel, big mm-hmm. shack. Uh, background down. over there. Yep. Got him in the background over there. You see, uh, literally, he's the reason why I started playing ball. Uh, aside from Kobe, I saw Shaq first, okay. and I saw Kobe later on. So shout out Shaq. Then my number five, 
I got Magic's teammate, the hookshot, Kareem at five. Kareem the dream. I think I feel like out of respect, Kareem had to crack the top five. Yeah. For okay. Scoring so many points without shooting a three. Yep. Having I rules think- change, stuff like that. I think Kareem, most unguardable shot of all the time. I had to throw him, I had to throw him at least top five. At least five. Okay. okay. So you, it, you, so how are we gonna do this? Are we gonna go one of one? We can go, we can go, we can go, uh, we can go tick for tat here. So you can go number right. four and I'll go for four. I gotta go with the guy you had at five, Magic Man. Okay. I got Magic at number four. I think like you know, he like he's one of he's arguably the lift face of the Lakers, arguably. Um He's he's magic, you know. I mean, there's not much to really say. He's the he's yeah. arguably the best point guard of all time. He's not really arguably, but you, it's more in his favor. Yeah. Um, but it's magic. That's really it. And this is <laughs> this is where we flip because we flip here. I, I figured we flipped here. Let's, I let's have play. I have Kareem. Okay, Kareem and number four. I mean, right. not too much to say again. I just think yeah, like his style of play was he brought a, a new style of play to the game, and yep. I agree with the fact that. That Magic Johnson is definitely, respectfully for me, he's in the top five. And he is, to me, the greatest point guard to play yeah, the game. Yeah. Exactly. Um, obviously, there's some things that were out of his control that happened in his career. Um, but oh, yeah. for me, yeah, Kareem just 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 edges him out. But actually, based on where we're sitting, it, it, it's tight. Um, and now, I think now, now we get to the top three. So I feel like our top three is going to – I want to say it's going to be aligned, but, okay. again, I don't know. Do we just list out our top three and then just go from there? Or All right, so you got to start. Number three? Three. I have Kobe at three. Ooh, I think we switched here. This is going to be another flip. I'm feeling – three. I think we got to flip here. I got Brown at three. You think we got to flip here? Because you Ooh. know who I have at two? Who do you have at two? You got MJ? I got MJ at two. Really? You got Braun at one. I you think so. You think so? I got Kobe MJ. Kobe MJ. So you have Kobe. You have LeBron, Kobe MJ. Kobe, Braun three. Kobe two. MJ one. Hmm. I need to hear what's. Uh, is a sticky. Who's so gonna argue this? Do I? I feel like I have to argue. You know what it was because I dropped this in my work chat, and this was like immediate reaction of. Well, there was two immediate reactions. And we can both answer these. One of these we can answer. One I have to answer to. But the first one was the fact that they're like, oh, of course. Of course, if I look at your top six. It's all Lakers. Yeah. No, of course, if I look at your top six, you have, you know, five Lakers in there. But it's not. And I was like, and? Yeah. Like, argue argue to me out of those six, who doesn't belong there? Exactly. That's the – And you can't make that argument. Yep. Now – Obviously, the other question I'm getting is, is that I'm baiting people with my putting LeBron at number one. But I personally think, and I don't even think it's just by the end of his career, I think at this point, I still see him above Michael Jordan, personally. Okay. What he's done in his career, for the amount of time, for the, the teams he carried early on in his career that were just garbage, right? Uh-huh. Like the teams he was able to take to the finals that were just bad. And, and the consistency that he had throughout his career, you know, year after year to be in the finals, right? Like broke records in that. And of course, people argue his, his finals record. That's a bullshit stat to argue against. I'm sorry. I don't, that doesn't, that's not a downside to me that he lost in the finals. I don't believe in that. Like, I, I don't care. And I think the other, the last aspect is the longevity. 
We're never going to see a player that does what this guy's doing. He's a 37 years old right now, and he's averaging near 25, 30 points a game, and he's carrying a Lakers team. And, and people are people are criticizing and judging him like it's not like he's 27 years old. And he's like, well, why isn't LeBron, you know, why can't LeBron keep this team afloat? And it's like, bro, he's 37 years old. He's 37. Okay. And I don't think that gets the respect it deserves. Uh, and I understand the easier statement is to put uh, LeBron – at two and keep MJ at one. I'm really curious. I mean, and listen, you see him in the background next to Co- next to Shaq, and for me, Kobe is the most inspirational player for me. So, like, you you'd argue why do you not have him top two? Um, I just don't think the body of work compares to those two guys. I think the mentality that Kobe had will never be touched. Like, I don't think anybody will ever have the mentality and the the heart and the hustle that he he put into the game. But I just think the resume. It's just a bit stronger for a guy like LeBron to be above him. Okay. But I'm gonna pause. That's that's my final my final like statements on it. Okay. Kind of rebuttal or, or uh, I trust me, saying. trust me. I get I get why LeBron is number one for a lot of people. It's not like something that I just dismiss when I, once I hear it. I get it. Like his body of work, his longevity, his durability, his availability. Those are things that unfortunately the people on our list didn't have like LeBron had, you know what I mean? That's maybe why they're not as high because they just weren't able to be as durable as LeBron is. You know what I mean? So yep. I definitely get it. So don't think I'm about to just knock, knock you, like be like, what the fuck you pick LeBron? Are you dead ass? I'm not about to do that. <laughs> but um, here's my, here's why I picked MJ and Kobe slightly higher than LeBron. Um, just because I feel like their primes were a little I know you could argue numbers. If you argue numbers, I'm just going off what I watched. Um, just uh, growing up as a kid into a teenager, adult, uh, whatever. Um, I feel I compare Kobe's prime to Lil Wayne as a rapper. I think when Lil Wayne, I, I think they got hot or literally at the same time. I think um, Kobe Bryant is a Lil Wayne of rap. Kobe Bryant is a Lil Wayne of basketball uh, in, in the sense that his prime was so unmatched that I don't think it could be repeated in a sense. If you watched, if you, or if you were listening to Lil Wayne growing up at that time, because when you try to explain it back to somebody, things get lost. So that's where I kind of go. I have Kobe a little bit higher because of that. MJ, I put MJ at, at number one, like how you kind of put like Bill Russell in your top 10 out of respect to what he did for the game of basketball, like his hardware, everything that he did. He's literally the blueprint to basketball that we see today uh you know 95 percent of these guys in the league were mj or were prototypes of some version of mj which was if that prototype was kobe son of mj kind of thing um lebron a lot of these guys now though are lebron prototypes prototypes. they they grew up they grew up watching lebron you have to remember we're 25 27 yeah, I watched, exactly. I I caught the very tail end of I caught Wizards Jordan. Um, so Kobe was my MJ. So that's where I kind of have to stand with him being so high. But I have no problem with your list, if I'm being honest with you. I think maybe Bill Russell. Maybe we kind of disagree with Bill Russell and Tim Duncan. Um, yeah, that's what I would like argue. That's it. I would argue. But like, for the I most part, I think your list is. I think your list is very respectable. 
No, I don't think there's anybody on your list that pisses me off. I think the Tim Duncan one's fair. I think a lot of people don't put him in the top ten because he wasn't a flashy. He wasn't a flashy player, right? Like he doesn't like you don't look at him and you're like, oh, top ten, right? Like he was, he was, he was just like a fundamental type guy, right? So he was a power forward, Swiss Army knife. Like he got the job done and then just went back back home. Hundred percent. And then who was the other one we had mixed? I had Kakeem. Kevin Durant and yeah, uh, I, have to, I have to fight you on the KD one. But yeah. I, won't argue, I won't argue that to the. I'm not going to argue that one. We don't have enough time to talk about that right now. We got to move on to Lakers stuff too. But I will say, like, I just think like his body of work isn't there to be top ten yet. Will he probably end his career in top ten? I think so. I just maybe don't I'm think. projecting. Maybe I'm projecting, projecting, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. But listen, let's move on. We spent a lot of time on this. Top ten is always fun to debate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're in a similar place. This is kind of where I think a lot of people land. Uh, but definitely, you know, if you're listening to this, comment if you think there's there's someone we're really keeping off. I don't think there is. Uh, or comment if you just think like any of our Com- lists are wildly. Or comment your own personal top. To comment yeah, your, drop your own list. Let's see. I always challenge people. I'm like, I, I literally some dude uh, responded to me at work and was like, he's like, and he and he just took a picture. Like he must have typed. He top type top NBA players and took a screenshot of something. And, and he's like, and it was just like what Google results gave him. And he's like, your list is literally this. And I'm like, literally, my list is nothing like that. You just took a, a screenshot of like the top players. Yeah. And I'll like, and I'll take it. I'll take the that's criticism, it, but you got to bring your own list. Exactly. But let's, but let's jump into Lakers shit. Uh, no. Again, we said we were going to talk about it a little bit. We're not going to spend too much time because I don't know if it's worth it, but Listen, Lakers are on a losing streak, sir. Uh, we had some hope coming from the All-Star break, and we thought coming out of that, there was some opportunity for the Lakers to turn the season around a little bit. And my God, have they done everything the opposite. And, of course, that started with AD's injury pre-All-Star break. Um, and it is just carried over in that this team just looks like they don't give a fuck. That's what I, that's what I feel when I watch this team play. And when I watch guys like, Russell Westbrook, who fucking know they don't have the ability to shoot the ball. And then, you know, just it just stagnates the whole offense. But even some other guys, I mean, I'm, I'm talking the, a lot of the older guys on the team, the vets that are just like, you can see there's just not a level of effort or care. It's almost like they're, they've kind of accepted this idea that it's like, well, this season's probably a wrap for us. And like to see them kind of arguing with fans, I'm love to see your yeah. opinion on this. I want to see your I opinion on But I personally, I don't care if fans boo. Uh, I mean, if a fan's paying money to be at a game and they've invested a ticket to be there, they can do whatever the hell they want. Now, I don't agree with fans that, like, get verbally abusive and they're, like, hitting on people's families and stuff like that. But if you're out there and you're not giving effort at all, and it's obvious from fans watching, because I've seen it on TV, and if I was in the arena, it would piss me off if I paid $100, $200, $300 for, you know, some tickets to go to the game. And I'm not even getting like an effort on the court. You know, this team has like the last like week or two, especially coming out in like the third quarter, just looks like it's like they won in a halftime. I'm like, well, we tried our best. Like it's over. I think they went down. They they went down 37 to six, or they they were outshot 37 to six. I think last night in the third quarter, like that's unacceptable. And but I'm gonna pause your opinions on like the losing streak right now and your thoughts on fans booing. Hey man, uh... I, I'm glad I, I knew I knew you had a lot to get off your chest with this. So I'm gonna be going gonna be going to you towards this. But I'm you know how we spoke last time. We kind of touched upon how we were feeling. Um honestly, bro, I'm at this point where I'm so like indifferent, nonchalant about the Lakers, just because I'm just getting to the point where I just expect them to lose, bro. If I'm being honest, it's kind of sad. 
You know what I mean? It kind of sucks. Like, we only got one championship. It's looking like we're only getting one championship out of the LeBron. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm going to pause you on that one real quick, though. Let's not take that for granted. I would make that trade for AD every time if you guaranteed me we're getting that one championship. Okay. So I just want to stop you on that because, like, that's where I disagree with you is I think we take that shit for granted sometimes. Like, to win a championship is big. And I agree. There's a higher pedigree we expect from the Lakers, but – you continue, but I just had to like answer right. that. Fair, fair, fair. But yeah, bro. Um, I was watching the game last night. I don't know. I was kind of, I was trying to live tweet, <laughs> but it got, I got to the point where I had to turn it off because it's just ugly. It's hard to, to watch. If I'm being honest, uh, I don't want to point fingers, but I can't. I don't even want to point. It's the whole team except LeBron. LeBron's the only finger I can't point at right now. Um. I don't know. You probably saw the play where LeBron had a miss. I think it was against Dallas. He had a mismatch in the paint. Feening, calling, crying for the ball. All you had to do was throw the ball as high as possible, low as possible. He's going to get it and lay it up. Just shot a three. He asked for it again. Has him sealed. Shot another three. And you just see the frustration. Like, what else does he, does this man have to do? So that's where um, I'm just like, what where, 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 where's our mindset? Where do we have to look at next? Is, is our approach, are we going to try to be respectful or try to fight for the playing game? Or are we going to just be like, you know what, let's see what we're going to do for next year. I think that's where we kind of have to, we kind of have to figure out what are we going to do? Cause we only got what, 18 more games in the season. Like clock is ticking. You know what I mean? So yeah. I really don't, I really don't have much to say about them right now. They just, they suck. They suck. We suck. I'm not gonna shut up. <laughs> but even he didn't have, you know, the best of games last night. If we're being honest, you know, it wasn't a very efficient game on his front from a shooting standpoint. You said LeBron. You said, yeah, but like when we say point fingers, yeah, we can point fingers, and like we can continually point a finger at Russell Westbrook. And like I don't care. All right, no, no, I'm not done with it, bro. I'm not done with it. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Him, bro. Go ahead. Because you lay around his press conference last night after you had a game where he shot. Let's let's see what he did. Seven of sixteen uh, for seventeen points. Now that's not even the worst of it. Fine, you scored seventeen. Okay, he minimized his turnovers last night, which is great. But it's also like they kept the ball out of his hands for two. Where I get tight is, hmm, who was the guy who was guarding last night? Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Bobby Schmerz. How much did Reggie Jackson had last night? Bobby Schmerder gave this man a 36-piece nugget. Dude, you're a walking turnstile if you give up 36 pieces to anybody in the NBA, let alone a Reggie Jackson. Okay? He's a goddamn turnstile, bro. Nah, and, I, and, and it's not a joke. You watch the highlights. There's no effort on defense. Okay? No effort. Reggie Jackson should absolutely not be scoring 36 points against the Lakers. I'm sorry. That cannot happen. Yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is not like – And winning. That is not like, and is not like, oh, he just had a better day than me. That was – oh, no, you went out and you did not put effort on defense. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Reggie Jackson, the belief, in his mind, Reggie Jackson believes he's better than Russell, Russell, Russell well, Westbrook. For sure. I mean, watch and, Westbrook the last couple of weeks. If I'm Reggie Jackson, I'm going out looking at him like barbecue chicken, bro. I should have say barbecue chicken, bro. Goes back. His fingers, bro. If I'm Reggie Jackson, I'm looking my fingers, getting ready for the game against the Lakers. Yeah. You tell me, Russell Westbrook's covering me? Cooked. Yeah. 36 points without – think about it. It's 36 points and a win without Paul George and Kawhi. It's not like he had 36 and they lost 36 and they just won by one. He was able to get them a win. It's a, it's a consistent – he's consistently having Westbrook's number. 
this and season. He even, and he held him down on defense. I mean, look. And he plays plus minus, Reggie Jackson with a plus minus 44. Exactly. Bro. Damn. Bro. <laughs> Get this. Bro. What? Damn. What? Damn. And, and you know what? I think this is very trendy because, listen, I can bitch and moan all day, and I, and I gladly do it. I will gladly do it because I cannot stand it. Like, it's the only thing I asked for, and I feel like I even got it more from it from some of those whack-ass teams we had to watch through, you know, 2018 on and 2016 or 2017, 2018, 19. Some yeah, of those yeah. teams we had to watch. At least I felt like some of those teams put in a bit of effort. You know? yeah, you I don't want it. Like you said, when we turn this game off, because I'm not dedicating my time to watch some of these games. If I'm going to watch and you're not even going to try. Yes. Control that. We said this every yeah. game all year. There's one thing you can control, and this is probably a danger of a veteran team that's partially given up, is that you're just not going to try. And then you're just going to complain and you're going to yell at fans. And and it every out what you can oh, do. yeah. And, yeah, let me quickly touch upon the fan thing. Um, since playing basketball, I kind of know when you talk when a pl- when a players are more inclined to talk shit to fans is when they, like you said, are losing. Um, when you're winning, you ignore everything is just tuned out. It's like ah, right, whatever, whatever. But when you're losing, everything is is uh is amplified. So you're hearing you suck from fans that say that any single day, every day out the week. But now because you're losing, that you suck, you want to retaliate, but. You also have to remember, this is what you signed up for. You guys are professionals. It's not like you guys are college athletes anymore where you can't understand. I understand if they're they're being disrespectful towards you, your family. They're calling you racial slurs. You know what I mean? By all means, you stand up for yourself. But these fans are just pissed off, like you said, paying two, $300 to just come watch shitty basketball. If there was effort, then you know what I mean? It's a different kind of like, it's a different kind of heckling. If there's, effort, if there's effort being shown, but we're not even seeing that right now. So it's like, we, you know, we, you know what? I, it's like, I don't know. It's like, well, that's well, and it's clear, it's clear the players are taking it personally because clearly look inside. Yeah, maybe I aren't trying that hard. And maybe we do kind of suck. Yeah. And now I'm hearing it and I don't want to hear it because yeah. it's too real. And it's kind of sad. Well, listen, yeah. I'm not, we, we can harp on this all day. Yes. I think the one thing I will say is we're only a couple games from being out of the playing game. Uh, you know, we're holding that last spot in the 10th spot right now, and we got New Orleans right behind us. Yeah. Uh, and we're – I haven't seen any effort of fight that that's going to change. So, um, listen, I think where we transition, and we're not – listen, we're going to keep talking about the regular season, but we're going to yeah. touch on rumor as they come. And I'm yeah. not mad about the rumor coming out that there's agreement that there's probably going to be a mutual separation between Russell Westbrook and the Lakers in the offseason. People yeah. argue, why didn't they do it in the, during the trade deadline? Because there was no deal that was worth it. The Lakers trading their one of their last first round picks for John Wall was not the move. Okay, the Lakers trading any of their capital draft capital right now for John Wall for for Russell Westbrook was not going to change this team. You need no, to get the draft I, think, I think that might be even worse. Oh, <laughs> you, know, you think that's you think John Wall showing up wasn't played basketball? He's about to just inspire this roster. John Wall proven through his career not be a guy that really rejuvenates people. You know, we saw it in Washington. We saw it in Racine and Houston a little bit. Obviously, part of the Houston stuff is not even him and putting him on the sideline. But we've seen a very uninspired John Wall. And even it's it's come out the reports that he's probably not in shape to play right away. So, no, like, never no, no yeah. he's never. So, enough with that. I mean, 
when I hear the rumors, and, and listen, let's just highlight all the rumors that have come out. Uh, the rumors that there's a mutual agreement that the Lakers and Westbrook will part. I totally agree with that. I don't think it'll be a buyout. Obviously, I don't think that's possible. He's gonna he's gonna want to. Why would he leave 44 million or 47 million on the table next year for as a player option? So it's gonna have to be a deal where we're gonna have to package somebody with him to get him off. Uh, but, uh, look at look at a trade that turns south on us. And then obviously the other rumor that's floating in the mill is did the Lakers trade AD? Now I'm of the camp like no because you're trading the AD at his probably lowest value right now. And that's insane. Um, and I don't care. Like, it does not, I, like, I don't see, I know the Celtics package is one that's been talked about, about potentially like a Jalen Brown deal with AD. And again, I just think like you're trading AD at pennies on the dollar. Uh, if you trade him this off season, um, it's tough. I, I don't have the answer right now. And it's something we'll definitely have a whole off season to explore. And we don't want to overemphasize it right now because we are still in the season. Uh, and I still believe, like I will always root for this team and believe in this team, uh, as LeBron says, until they are out, and they are not out yet. And it doesn't mean I'm optimistic they're going to do anything. But any thoughts you have on any of these rumors that are floating around, any opinions you have no. about the Westbrook uh, rumor, I, the parting, or Westbrook, the Westbrook rumor? I think it's I think he knows that he, his time in LA is done. Um, not really going to touch upon that. I, I don't want him in LA. <laughs> so it's not like I, I want to say anything positive, like positive towards his future and him staying in LA. I think he needs to go, plain and simple. I'll keep it like that. Um, in regards to Anthony Davis, I understand the, um, I guess the chatter and potentially getting rid of him just because of his injuries and lack of availability and health. I understand the talks. Trust me, I get it. Um, I saw the, I know I sent you the Celtics package that you just briefly touched upon. I don't think that if they were to get AD, that should not be the deal. I don't think Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Ness, Naismith, and, uh, potentially Al Horford is enough. I think you're kind of keeping the team where it's at. If you make that trade or maybe, maybe if we do improve by two, three games, or maybe we get worse, I don't think it's beneficial for us. Um, but I'm LA, maybe think about packaging him, but it depends. Like you said, his value is very low. So it's not like we'll get a lot of, we'll, we'll get somebody of equal or close to equal value for him. But I think it's just bringing in just a list. Let's just get rid of our vets right now. Keep two to three, keep AD, Braun, and maybe one or two. And then let's just keep the team young. Let's, let's try to breed. Let's just try to bring life into the organization that lets us know, like, kind of like how we saw with Alonzo, Kuzma, all Jordan Clarkson at this point. We kind of saw the potential they could have. Um, let's kind of bring it towards that, but with the LeBron as your uh, player coach that's going to uh, – your big your vet, your big bro uh, that's going to um, oversee, make sure things are run the right way and kind of maybe, maybe – Think about passing the torch or giving some of the keys to kind of like, all right, if I do end up leaving, because I would do want to play with my son, or if I do think my time in the NBA is going to end soon, let's kind of, let me kind of teach you how to potentially be in my shoes without being in my shoes, because his shoes can be filled. But you know what I mean? Give him his own, give that person his own uh, set of Crocs kind of thing. Yeah. I think I mean I mean, yeah, I think personally, like, they're going to be in a tough position. Yeah, it's we tough. No, we have no draft capital for a long time. We don't have draft capital until 2027. 
That's yeah. our next draft pick. And it's a good chance wow. that gets shipped yeah, out this offseason. Russell Westbrook. That's our next. I mean, we might have a second round pick in, in before then, but in terms of our next first round pick available, it's 2027. Or at least the next one we can trade. I don't think we have any other ones, though. But you can question me if I'm wrong on that one. I'm pretty sure we don't. I'll double check. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's dark times. And this is why, like, you can't trade AD. It's why you have to stick with him still. You have to stick with LeBron. And you have to figure out how you're going to rework this team because it's going to have to center around them. The problem is, is LeBron's not getting younger. Uh, uh, oh, go ahead. You have a question? No, continue. A question for you after you, you speak. No, I mean, that's really what I was going to say It's just – you, you're 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 limiting your flexibility. I think you still find a way to keep guys like obviously like Malik Monk. Uh, you potentially probably gonna have to package THT in some type of trade in the offseason. That that deal looks terrible now. Uh, that deal's not looking great for us. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. None of our assets are looking that valuable right now. But obviously you're gonna you're gonna shed a lot of this old talent because that idea did not work. Uh, and, and let's be honest here. And and I I love LeBron. I respect LeBron for what he's done. You have to take some blame on this, and he's not going to. This is not LeBron's way. But LeBron wanted this team. Yeah. You know, he made that post he made on Twitter for a reason when he said, oh, keep that same energy. Well, people are keeping the same energy, and it's not good for you. And you had to delete that post at a certain point. So, like, you know, I get it. There's a good chance this all burns in our face and he leaves. Am I mad? No. We got a oh. ring. I'm very happy still. Like, it takes a lot to get that. We were in some dark years until we got that 2020 ring. So, but it just, just some self-awareness and honesty. Like, you wanted this roster, and you got it. And it clearly didn't work the way we thought it was going to work. And you can you can blame injuries, you can blame a lot of things, but I think it's fit. Players didn't fit together. It just didn't operate well. And you know, it didn't work. Go into the, I won't even go into this deeply because we got to wrap the episode soon. But Frank Vogel's going to get fired. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fired by the end. And there's a whole lot of questions we're going to have to have about our front office because yeah. you know, Kurt Rambis needs to find himself another place. I've, I've been done with Kurt Rambis years ago. I don't ago. know why he has a voice. With Kobe. I was done with him. What was the last question you wanted to ask? Because we're definitely question, wrap My question was kind of like a like a rounding question just to round off everything. Uh, yep. I guess maybe it could be an intro for not maybe not next episode, but later down the line. Yeah. If you're the Lakers front office – to potentially save Laker Nation or LeBron, do you shut down Anthony Davis for the year in hopes of he has enough time to heal up from whatever injuries? Hypothetical. Do you shut him down and get him going next season? Like kind of like how we uh, the Spurs and like Toronto and the Clippers do with Kawhi? Like a treat Anthony Davis like Kawhi Leonard. Do you want my – I can I can answer this right now. This is not okay. my question. Right. You want my hot you want my hot take? I personally I think, hot take. You I, personally think, I personally think he's been shut down already. I don't think it's yep. being put out that way, but I don't think he's yep. he's not playing again this year. Okay. AD is not playing again this year. I will admit that right now. All right. I don't believe and and we'll, I'll stand corrected. March fourth. You'll drop this clip specifically. March fourth. Yep. I stated I don't believe AD plays another game this year. Right. I believe they're they're putting him in this loophole because. What is it? What do you, what do you signal if you say AD's after the year? You signal our season's over. Like it's already kind of visible our season's a bit over, depending on how this team decides to react in the next week, really. Because if next week they continue this losing streak, we're sitting on the outside and the Pelicans are probably taking our spot. So um, no, I think AD's done. I don't need to to willow on that. I don't think AD's playing another game this season. I think his ankle injury is real bad. Uh, I think you'll hear more about it as the offseason hits. I think it's just like they're keeping it oh, now. But I agree with you. I agree. I think he's done. But 
you still didn't answer. Do you think we sh- do you think that should be on if he is done? Do you think that should be our approach with AD going on as his as during his stint with in LA? Kawhi Leonard approach, load manage the hell out of him until playoffs, or kind of let him play. I'll, I'll leave it at this because this is like you're right. This is something we'll have to have a long conversation yeah. about. Is it's going to depend on the team around him? Okay, fair. During this year that this team around him and around LeBron isn't enough to function on its own and literally might not be able to win a game if you just leave them without the two of them. So it's hard to say that right now because it's this team we have that exists cannot play without AD because they can't win. They don't, uh, they don't have someone down low. Like, man, this, these days make me miss the days of Javel McGee. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like just, uh, you know, Clearly, that's and that's going to be probably a big hole they look to fill because if you can fill that big man hole, it takes a bit of a burden off of him because he's had to play that position. And then LeBron had to play it this year, too, which I think took a lot off his body. And we're going to learn that lesson this offseason um, because he did it. But you just, you know, obviously we saw DeAndre Jordan. I can't believe he got picked up by the Sixers in five minutes. That's wild to me. I don't know who's been watching him play. Uh, but no, I think uh, you manage it if you can. And at this point, I don't know if that's possible. But listen, man, we. We had a long episode here. We had a lot we wanted to talk about. We got into our top 10, which I loved. Uh, I feel like that was an awesome segment to do. Uh, obviously, we talked about kind of the Lakers, the land of the Lakers, uh, these, this, this losing streak and what's kind of causing it, um, and really highlighted some of the rumors that are going to float around that we're going to hear. Um, listen, we're not becoming a Lakers offseason program just yet. It's still the regular season. I think we just wanted to do a full recap of everything going on right now and all the news that's out. Um, but listen, we're we're coming out weekly as always. Uh, we were a little delayed this week, um, but get ready again next week. We will be talking about where the Lakers are in the state of them uh, in our more traditional twenty-four minute uh, episode. This was a bit of an extension. Hopefully, uh, next episode I come back with some good news about my alma mater. Hopefully, we get a shout rant. out Kobe. Shout out Malloy. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out Coach Marquardt. Shout out everyone at Malloy. Coach Morris. Coach Capriola. I'm rooting for you guys tomorrow. Um, also quick shout out. Um, I didn't even mention this to you at the game, uh, the other day, I actually had a fan, uh, uh, his name is Olisa. Uh, he actually came up to me and he was, he, he addressed me as you're the kid from the 24 report, right? You're the host from the 24 report at my own, at my old school. So, you know, kind of caught me off guard. Cause I'm like, not even associating me with Malloy. You know what I mean? You're associating me with the 24 report. Great kid. Um, showed us a lot, a lot, a lot of love. So I just want to give him a quick shout out. Shout out, Olisa. Um, you know, sky's the limit for you, bro. Uh, it was great talking to you. Great meeting you. I'll probably be seeing you tomorrow at the game. And, you know, we could definitely chop it up. But just want to give you a quick shout out. I appreciate you. I appreciate you showing support, showing love to me and Will at, and the 24 report. And, you know, whatever it is that you want to do in life, I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna strive for it. And you're gonna do may, do great things. So I just want to give him a quick shout out to round out the episode and shout out Lions. Let's get this dub tomorrow. We appreciate appreciate all of our fans and as always, twenty four report. Yes, sir. We usually try to give you our takes of twenty four minutes or less. Sometimes we need a little bit of more time. Uh, listen to us on your favorite podcasting app, uh, as well as you know check out check us out uh, on Instagram and Twitter at the twenty four report. That is the two four report check us out as always shout out kobe Derek. another great episode yes sir let's go malloy yo my guy as always peace